Welcome to the Simpler Business Podcast, where we talk about ways to do what you love and serve your people in a way that brings you income and freedom. I'm your host, Marissa Roberts. Join me as I chat with my favorite entrepreneurs about how they simplify their biz so that you can simplify yours. We're chatting with Michelle Crawford today about achieving your goals by taking the next aligned step. Michelle is the amazing brain behind being more human. She has 20 years of experience in leadership development and guidance, culture strengthening and personal development with a focus on helping people become more human in the way they interact with each other and superhuman in their personal lives. Michelle and I have worked together on a number of projects over the past couple of years, and I am always so impressed at how smoothly she breezes through content production and marketing her products and services. She also has this amazing knack for bringing people together to form a team that works to their strengths and interests, and the result is a well-oiled machine of productivity and skill. So I'm really excited to have her on the show to talk about alignment today. Welcome, Michelle. Hi, Marissa. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited as well. Me too. It's going to be an awesome conversation because you just blew my mind the first time you talked about taking the next aligned step. It's something I had never heard of before. And I'm somebody who has years of experience with manifesting and, you know, EFT and tapping and that sort of thing, but I never took it further. I never took it further in terms of aligned action taking. And so that was a real aha moment for me when you taught me about that. And I just knew all our listeners would get a benefit from it too. So thank you so much for being here today. My pleasure. So let's jump straight in. I've got a couple of questions for you. And the first one is, well, as we know, I've heard you talk about the next aligned step before, and I already love the concept. But for listeners who haven't heard about it before, can you give us a brief explanation on what do you mean when you say the next aligned step? Well, what I would say it's opposite to is it's opposite to getting lost in your to-do list. So it's so easy for us to have 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, more than that things on our to-do list. And we might jump up in the morning and we might look at that list and we're immobilized and we don't know what step of action to take because there's too much in front of us. So taking the next step of aligned action helps you navigate away through that feeling of being overwhelmed and immobilized. Yeah, that's so true. I remember what it was like when I first started in my corporate career and also when I first started um, in motherhood and then, you know, whenever you take on any project really, the very first step I used to do was write a really long to-do list because I had this theory that if I could get it out of my mind and onto paper, everything would be fine. And that worked to a certain point, but then I'd get it all out of my head And as soon as I looked at the list, I would immediately feel frozen and overwhelmed and would just not do anything at all. Like, you know how people say, just do the first thing, do the biggest job, take the the biggest bite out of the elephant. I knew all of that in my head, but I just, Mm -hmm. I just felt frozen. So yeah, that makes sense to me. So the idea of taking aligned action or the next aligned step is to really um, choose to do something that will shift the needle choose to do something that will have an impact choose to do something that will matter in five years and if you choose those kinds of things to do then you are choosing steps of aligned action the other thing the word aligned means it has to align with your beliefs it has to align with your attitudes and it has to align with your behaviors all of those elements have to align So let's say, for example, I had a belief and a goal that I wanted to get fit and healthy and then I was tempted to sit on the couch all day eating twisties. 
What you could clearly say is my action of sitting on the couch all day eating twisties was not aligned action because it wasn't aligned with the other goals that I had. It wasn't aligned with the other attitudes that I wanted to have in my life. And it wasn't aligned with the person that I wanted to be. And that's perhaps the most interesting part of aligned action is you should be taking steps and actions in your life that align you with the version of you that you wish to be. Okay. Yeah, that's a really interesting so, distinction too because there's a part of me that could have taken that next aligned step with, mm, but I really feel like eating twisties on the lounge. So surely that's in alignment to what I need right now. But that's a really interesting point that you're like, no, 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 you think about your, your actual goal and what you want to achieve and you take the step that's aligned with that, not the step that's aligned with how you feel in this exact moment at this exact time. That's exactly right. And, you know, exercise is just the best example of that. I mean, how many of us honestly in any moment feel like we want to exercise? Some of us do, but not a lot of us do, right? Most of us, it's a discipline because what you're really asking yourself, and this is a fantastic question to ask yourself to check if your action is aligned. You can say, how am I going to feel at the end of today when I have done that? Or how am I going to feel at the end of today when I have not done that? When you have the answer to that, you you, you can say the way I'm going to feel at the end of today after I exercise is I'm going to be energetic, I'm going to feel fun, I'm going to feel like I've got loads of life to be able to bring to the party and that's the way that I want to feel. So in that moment, you make a decision that is aligned to that. It's aligned to your future. It's aligned to the version of you you want to become. Yeah, I love that. That makes it a whole lot simpler too to think about it like that because it really takes all of the excess junk away from the thought process and really just laser-like focuses on what you actually want and how to get there without becoming overwhelming then. And what you'll find is if you get good at taking those steps of aligned action, the other 10 or 20 things on your to-do list go away anyway because they become redundant and not even worth your time doing or someone else ends up doing them or you can delegate them to your team or you find some other way that's much more effective to actually get those things done. So it's not like you're missing out on what's on your list. You actually become, I would say, productive on steroids, much, much more productive. Yeah, it's like you're getting into the zone by taking aligned actions in the first place. Absolutely, and I would say flow. So what happens is you are in a state of flow, and so when you're in a state of flow, it's very easy to intuitively know what your next aligned step of action is. If you're not in flow, then you want to get in flow so that you can determine what your next step of aligned action is. I love that because my next question is how do you actually discover what your first aligned step is? So if you can get into flow, that's good. You'll know your next aligned step. But what about beginning to get in there? Like is there the perfectionist in me is like what if I choose the wrong action? So how do you know what aligned action to start with? So there's no such thing as the wrong action. So that's the first thing because every single action will create momentum of some kind. And ultimately the goal that you're heading for is momentum, right? You don't want to sit on the couch. You want to be taking steps to move forward and move your business forward. So your ultimate goal is to create momentum. So in that way, there's no such thing as the wrong step, okay? There's just some steps that are more strategic than others and some steps that are more aligned than others, And that comes, honestly, with practice at trusting your own judgment about things 
and practice with tapping into your own intuition about things. Because if you become really good at trusting your own judgment in any given circumstance, you'll know what the next step is. You won't even have any question about it. If you are very tapped into what your intuition is telling you, your intuition is a feedback mechanism and it gives you information about what to do next. And if you're highly intuitive and you are living in a highly intuitive way, you will always have a sense of what to do next. Okay, so it's totally fine to trust your instinct and trust your gut and just go with what feels best. It's totally fine. It's totally required. I love that. All right. Well, I know a lot of us entrepreneurs feel like we're on the go 24-7, right? So constantly we tend to feel like we have to put out these little fires on our to-do list and that these little fires kind of pop up unexpectedly. So we never never feel any way that we're on top of everything, no matter how long the list is. And that can feel really overwhelming. So do you think that we need to have special skills or get ourselves into a certain frame of mind or a certain mindset before we look towards getting into alignment and letting go of the need to get things done in a hurry? Absolutely. And that's the difference between what we call a driver mindset or a thriver mindset. So if you're in a driver mindset, you'll be constantly um, wanting to push and hustle and create and get things done. And it's all about the doing, right? Where the thriver mindset is all about the being. And it's all about, so that's the difference between the doing and the being. And what happens as you evolve as a person, you understand that life is not about the doing. In fact, it's nothing to do with the doing. And it's all to do with the being. So the more that you can put yourself in situations, trust your intuition, live with aligned action, the more you're going to be in that thriving mindset, which is in that space of being. And that's like another whole conversation. Yeah. Do you have any quick tips on getting into that mindset that people can start with? I think the the biggest thing is to remember that whatever you're doing, let me put it this way. I don't believe in the idea of something that's right and something that's wrong to do I just believe in the idea that there's lots of things to do yeah okay so first of all you let yourself off the hook of ever thinking that what you're doing is wrong and that's really powerful and it's particularly powerful if you're very perfectionistic because a perfectionist is driven by what they think is wrong yeah right so if they can give up this idea of even needing to appreciate that something's wrong and they just already know that what they're going to do is right And if you have this deep faith and belief that no matter what action you take, it's the right action, then things are easy because you can take any action and it's the right action. So it's not about doing, it's about being. So even getting into the mindset, there aren't five steps that you need to take to get into the mindset. It's really just about having that faith and belief and telling yourself on repetition that you are where you're meant to be, you are making the right choice for you. It's that practical doing it again and again that helps. And I would say things like affirmations, like I always make the right decisions in every situation. I love that one. Like there's a great journal prompt, you know. It's um, so surround yourself with those things that are telling you that you're on track, you're doing the right thing. The other other one that I would suggest that's aligned to that is we're always in the right place. Because what can happen when we're entrepreneurs, especially with work and home, We can feel like when we're at work, we want to be with the kids or we can feel like when we're with the kids, we want to be doing work. And therefore, we're actually not present anywhere where we are. So we can't give our full focus and attention to anything that we're doing because we're not present in that moment. 
Whereas if you can let yourself off the hook again by saying, I'm always in the right place at any time, in any moment, I'm always in the right place, then that allows you just to fully, totally and utterly be present wherever you might be at that moment. And that gives you a whole different quality of experience of your life than if you're constantly feeling like you've got to rush to the next thing. Yeah, that's so true. And I can see too how once you kind of get the hang of this or get a little bit of practice doing it, I can see how it would influence not only your own life and business positively, but it puts you in a really good place of role modeling without extra pressure to your team, to your staff, to your customers, to your family and friends as well. Like if they're going to see you living like this, it's a very good way to entice them to give that a try as well that's right because that's the ultimate definition of leadership right is you living as an evolved human and other people around you wanting some of it that's leadership I love that I love that so much that just made everything just so so much easier to think about that takes a lot of pressure off life and you know I was thinking about when you were saying you know it's not about doing it's about being it made me think of that whole cliche thing of when you're at the end of a, at the end of your life and you're looking back, how many people actually look back and go, well, at least I got those 100 things on my to-do list done. Nobody, right? They think about who they were and the people exactly. that they spent time with and the relationships they built. And it all ties in, doesn't it? It does. And if you're thinking about those things when you die, then why not think about them while you're alive? Yeah. You know? <laughs> why not think about who you are as a human being. Why not think about the quality of relationships that you've got? Why not thinking about the impact that you want to make? Like they're the things that I think about. They're the things that get me out of bed in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And the more you think about that, the more aligned your actions are going to be because that's what you're focusing on anyway. So it's all going to become quite natural provided you get yourself into kind of the rhythm of giving it a go. And what happens is you find yourself in this self-reinforcing spiral Because as you think like that, then your life becomes easier and easier. And as your life becomes easier and easier, you think like that more. And as you think like that more, then your life is easier, right? And who doesn't want an easier life? I think every single person on the planet would raise their hand to say, yes, I want an easier life. Yeah. You know, why would we not? Why would we not have that easier life when it's ready for us on a platter? And it's just in our minds that needs to shift to accept that. That's so true. And already I'm thinking of examples like I remember when I decided to um, raise my prices, for example. It was hard thinking about would people pay that. But once I actually raised them and started talking in terms of that pricing, people started buying. And once I started buying, suddenly the pricing wasn't an issue anymore. I didn't even stress about it a little bit. It became easier and easier and easier. And that was just one aspect of my business. But once I actually stepped into that zone, it, was, it wasn't a hurdle anymore. It was just gone. I didn't have to overcome it or anything. Yeah, and I think the idea of stepping in is a really powerful one because if you think about yourself now and yourself in five years' time, the only difference is that you actually end up stepping into a version of yourself, which is yourself in five years' time, right? You're still the same person. It's just you've slept, stepped into slightly a different version of who you are. So if you take something like becoming a millionaire as an example, there's no difference between you and who you are today and you and stepping into who you are as a millionaire. There might be some difference to the way that you act or behave and there might be some difference to the things that you prioritise in your life, but you at the core is still you at the core. So you at the core never changes, right? The kind of dressings on the outside might change with different versions of yourself over the years, 
But this is the art, and it's the art to manifestation. The idea of stepping into the future you is exactly what we're doing when we're manifesting. That's a really good point. I love that. I love that. And I know I've taken your journaling workshop and I've found that really, really helpful in terms of helping me get into mindset, helping me manifest, help me see things as as they are, not as I wish they would be in the future. So that was a really big step for me. Yeah. yeah and I think the other thing, you know, if you think of it this way and sort of connecting it to what you talk about with simplifying things, the best way to simplify is to be in alignment. Mm-hmm right? And if you're not in alignment, it won't be simple. It'll be clunky. It'll be chunky. It'll be difficult. It'll be onerous. It'll be overwhelming, right? So all of those feelings are a really good sign to you that you are not in alignment. Oh, yeah. So you've really got to trust how you feel, not so much what you're perceiving of yourself, but how you're actually feeling is a better indicator of how you're going. Your feelings are always a feedback mechanism that you can then use in that loop to go, how am I tracking with this, all right? But basically, if you're, any part of your life is not going how you want it, you can be very, very sure it's to do with your alignment. Yep. Even the things that we think are outside of our circle of influence really can change quite quickly once we take control over our mindset and alignment, right? That's exactly right. So if you take something like the idea of flow versus the idea of resistance, when we're resisting something, we're coming up against it and we're putting a barrier between us and them. So there's no way that we're going to be able to manifest something when we're resisting it. All right. So how many of us have on our list that we want to manifest a million dollar home and yet we think it's totally unrealistic and we're actually resisting it the whole way? The reason we don't manifest things is because of the resistance that we choose to bring toward that thing. Imagine if we didn't choose that resistance anymore. Imagine if we chose flow instead. Yeah. And all we were doing was flowing toward these things that we were manifesting. Yeah, that's so true. I love that. And that can apply everything on everything. It can apply to your house. It can apply to your career. It can apply to your relationships, to your feeling of fulfillment in your own life. That's amazing. That's powerful stuff. Yeah, it's cool. And what I love is it's just available to us 24-7. It's just a shift of your mind, a shift of your perception, a shift of your own alignment. You don't have to go shopping to shift your alignment. You know, you don't have to buy anything to shift your alignment. You can do it sitting at the dinner table having a cup of tea. Yeah. That's that's how you shift your alignment. (laughs) Yeah, you don't need anything. You've already got everything you need. Exactly. Exactly. That is mind blowing. I love it. And I know, Michelle, too, that you've got other resources that people can jump into, right, to help with this sort of thinking and help to get into alignment and help to change their mindset and to move from that driver to thriver mindset. I think that's a really good point as well. So do you mind if we share a few of those resources with our listeners? No, that's fine. Let's start with your book. You have this amazing book. It's The book is called Being More Human and it's all about the five different stages of mindset. I love that one. That's the first thing I'd recommend. So I'd like to link to that in our show notes it's a really good way to get right into that whole here's how people actually think and believe and work in different stages of their life or stages of their mindset and how they can transition transition from one to the other so what kind of prompted you to write that book in the first place uh it was honestly a real strong intuitive download that i had at a women's retreat about 10 years ago and i just got this knowledge that i was going to write a book And I had no idea what it was going to be about or anything like that. And it took me 10 years to do it, Um, you know, but I did it. And it was just a knowing that was like, 
not even a question mark about whether it would happen. Yeah. It's just it's quite powerful actually when it happened. That's really cool. It's like you felt it and then it became because you trusted the intuition and the faith that you had that it would become an actual book. Yeah, that's really cool. That's a really good example of taking aligned steps, you know, and not stressing about when it's going to happen or how it's going to happen, but just taking actions that take you towards that fulfilling. And can I make a point about the when? Mm -hmm. The timing is not ours. The timing is the universe's. We think we're in charge of time and we're not in charge of time. It's the universe that's in charge of time. So don't get all upset or stroppy or down in the dumps. If you set some goal and it was supposed to happen by December 2021 and it never happened by December 2021, like you, you need to get over yourself and realise it's not your job to set the timelines in the first place, Yeah. right? It's yeah. universe's job to decide when these things are going to happen. It's our job to be so clear about what we want. It's our job to be clear about the road forward and the journey that we want to travel on and the impact that we want to have. That's our job. It's the universe's job to do everything else. That's true. And if you're stressing about a deadline, then you're stressing, which takes you out of alignment, which means there's no hope at all of reaching that deadline. Exactly. And you are not in flow, right? Yeah. And we want to be in flow for the greatest majority of the time that we can be. Yeah. And I think being in flow doesn't have to be a massive thing either, does it? It can be in tiny actions as well as big actions. It's always in the tiny actions. So I always use the example of hanging my washing out. Like it's not my most favourite job to do in the world, but when I do it, I look at my washing, I smell my washing, I hang it up, I appreciate it, I give gratitude for the fact that I've got all these beautiful family members that I love and adore who made this washing for me. So I literally go through this whole gratitude process in my mind of doing that. So what that becomes is my washing hanging is one of my most spiritual moments in the day because it's one of the moments that I'm the most conscious about giving back and being grateful. I love that. I'm the same with washing dishes, right? So it's warm, soapy water. I like to wash in a particular order because then it stacks so neatly. I enjoy the process because I listen to songs that I like on Spotify at the same time. I'm never in a hurry. No one's ever pestering. No one ever wants the mum when she's washing the dishes, right? No one interrupts (laughs) and goes, oh, sorry to take you away from that. So I have all this little cocoon around me of time all by myself. And it actually becomes less of a chore and more of a really enjoyable enjoyable tuned in experience so yeah that's so true and if you think of it there's no reason your entire all the pockets of your life can't be that experience Mm -hmm. yeah that's a good point if we choose it to be you know and part of it is about catching ourselves you know part of it is is about having the self-awareness to be able to go oh this is clunky and chunky I'm clearly out of flow out of alignment I've just got to shift a little bit oh yes recognizing that moment yeah that's a good point because sometimes we get really caught up in the moment and we just kind of we 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 really are like a passenger in our life right like the train's just taking us somewhere and we're just sitting on the train waiting for it to take us wherever it's going to take us but actually if we take that step back emotionally we have control over where we're going that's exactly right and a lot of people don't realize that and a lot of people don't exercise that control that they actually do have they live their lives feeling like they're out of control mm-hmm. they live their lives feeling like everyone else make deci- makes decisions for them or they're subject to everyone else's whims they live their life feeling like they don't own their own actions or thoughts or behaviors yeah. and 
what ends up happening is those people have very, very limited amounts of personal responsibility. And what we want to see for every individual is a high degree of personal responsibility, not a limited one. Yep. That's a really good point. You've helped me with that personally in the past before too. I remember coming to you once with a conversation and I was like, oh, everybody just wants everything from me. And you were like, actually, Marissa, it's the way you're looking at it. And that was a huge light bulb for me. So yeah. And even in the space of a couple of months, big turnaround as a result of looking at my life and my perception of what people are actually wanting from me. It it turns out it wasn't that at all. That was the feeling I was portraying, which is why it kept feeling like it was manifesting around me. Once I changed my outlook and I actually changed my perception of it, everything started to change externally as well. Yeah, and I think that's the single most powerful thing about working with a good coach, right? A good coach will get you to change your perception because they'll look at whatever you're talking about from a different angle and they'll help you see it differently. The minute you see it differently, then you're empowered to go and do something different about it. Yeah, that's so true. So you've got a video series that I love. I'm going to share with it in the show notes. Uh, You have a YouTube channel that's really, really helpful. It has a bunch of bite-sized videos that are like one minute or two minutes that really kind of kick that frame of mind into gear. So I know that you have set up a little video mini course where the best of those videos is all collected. So I'm going to share the link to that in our show notes if that's cool. But also for the people who really want live interaction and to feel the energy from other people at the same time, I know you've got a summit coming up and I really, really want to talk about it. So can you tell us about that? Yeah, so it's um, the third time we've done this now. So we have a bit of an idea of what we're doing now. When we did the first one, we were pretty clueless. But we're running something called the Superhuman Summit and it's really the focus this time is um, about following the energy So we're looking at energy and how energy works and what energy is and how we can use it. We're looking at people who are energy healers, people who work with energy in a physical sense. So we're kind of taking this 360 degree look at energy. That's the focus of the summit. And the structure of the summit is over three days and we have 18 speakers over three days. So it's a very intense, immersive kind of experience over the three days. All the, all the um, talks are recorded so you can find them inside the Superhuman Summit group or they go onto our podcast called Becoming Superhuman as well. So we repurpose that content a little bit so you won't miss out on what's in there. Oh, good. So you don't have to be live, but you can if you want to? It's much better if you're live. You get the whole kind of feeling of it. You get to ask questions and the person can answer your question directly. So the feeling and the vibe of the talk is way better when you're live, but you don't have to be live. That's really helpful because different time zones do make it a little bit tricky. But I I have gone to both of your previous two summits before and I remember when you do go live, there's this amazing energy in the room. And we're all on Zoom, right? So we're not in a room together, but still it's like this beautiful hum of energy around us and everybody connects really well and it's just it's almost like you really you really do feel like I'm in the place I'm meant to be right now so I loved that experience and I've watched recorded sessions before and they've been just as helpful because sometimes you need to go back and watch something a second time because you really get this vibe going where you're like wow that really spoke to me and you're so into it and you absorb it so much and then you walk away and go I can't remember anything and I didn't take any notes I just know I feel amazing so it's really handy to have those recordings so you can go back and go what was the moment where was it okay I'm gonna journal about that one (laughs) and I think what what some people don't realize in that process is just by the process of you listening you're being transformed yeah 
by very virtue of the fact that you're listening to other people who are expanding your mind, who are stretching your perceptions, who are sharing new things with you, that is transforming you, you know. So you get off a different person than what you first jumped on. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. All right, well, I'm going to leave a link for people to join that summit. Is that available now for them to sign up for it and yeah, get the heads up when yeah. it starts? Okay, cool. I'll make sure we've got a link in the show notes for that. And, yeah, I feel like I've walked away with a massive toolkit of things that people can use. So thank you so much for sharing that with us today and for being on the show. I have loved chatting with you about this stuff. And I feel like even though we're both on Zoom right now recording, I feel like we've gone to a coffee shop and we've sat down and actually had a coffee and a chat <laughs> together. <laughs> so, yeah, it's yeah, been I'm really fun. coffee right now. You're going to have it now. (laughs) Me too. I'm going to make a cup of tea. Well, I've had a really good time chatting, Michelle. I hope you have too. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And I love the way that you ask questions and draw things together in the way that you interview too. So thanks very much for the opportunity. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. That totally made my day. And that's the thing though. I feel like our conversation was in alignment, right? Because it just seemed to flow so naturally. And I think we really got to the heart of what a lot of people are struggling with these days because everybody is so consumed by forecasting and numbers and data. And yes, that's very helpful. But when you trap yourself in a box of just numbers, it's it's not the same. I find well, I don't get the same results. Then you're no longer human. Right? Yes. And- about being more human. Exactly. What a wonderful way to wrap up. Thank you so much. Okay, everybody, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you in the next one. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Simpler Business Podcast. If you did, please subscribe, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to make it nice and easy for you, just the way we like it. If you're ready to simplify and scale your business, you can get started with my free audio class at marissaroberts.com. See you next time.